Come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. Just kidding, everybody. <laughs> Good morning and welcome back to Our God is Real. You know, there's sometimes when we we think or we want to hear those words. Come on down. You're the next contestant so that we can go win some amazing prize or we can get something so fantastic that's just going to completely change our lives and make everything better. Well, I am here to tell you today that you don't have to enter into a game show. You don't have to play the lottery. You don't have to spin the wheel. Everything that you need to make your life the very best that it can be has already been given to you by God. Every promise that you need to have fulfilled so that you can have the most abundant life possible. Every one of those promises is recorded in the Bible and they're meant for you and for me and for everybody in this world. That is the most amazing thing I think that, that there is in, in these, these times when we we go through these different things in our lives, right? So right now I'm going through this, this big organizational change in, in my business. And my first instinct is to trust God. That That is the very first thing I think of is to trust God in this because he's the one with the plan. Doesn't matter what plan man's got. All that matters is what plan God has. And he's the one with the plan. But then being transparent and being honest, just like the rest of you, or maybe not all the rest of you, but at least some of the rest of you, the next thing that happens is the mind creeps in, right? Or what we call reality creeps in and the worry comes with it. And it's it's hard sometimes to remember the last promise that God fulfilled in our lives, because if we could remember that, then we would know that if he feel, fulfilled that promise, he's going to fulfill the next one and all the rest of them to come. Our God is, is not a God of circumstance. He is a God of eternity. He is a God of infinity. He's not bound by, by anything. So, what I wanted to do today, <clears throat> I've picked out several promise scriptures from the Bible, and I want to go through these. I've taken each one of these and kind of put them to a situation or an emotion or something we may go through in our lives. And, and this is, by no means is meant to be exhaustive, but this is just to show us that instead of picking up the phone and, and calling this person or that person when we have a situation, if we would go to the word, to the infallible, inerrant, God-breathed, God-inspired word, the Bible, we can find our answers, our promises, our assurances that regardless of the situation, regardless of the emotion, regardless of the whatever, that we're going through, God has provided a promise for us. I start out 
with Philippians. And, and all these verses that I'm reading today, by the way, are coming from the New King James Version in the book of Philippians. So if you think about, if you ever wanted one all-encompassing verse that, God, I, I'm, there are things that I need. I'm lacking in this or that, whatever it might be. Philippians 4, 9 says, And my God shall, not might, shall, supply all, not some, all, your need according to his riches in glory. Guess what, y'all? God's riches in glory are never ending. You cannot fathom the riches that God has in glory. And from that repository, from that bank, (laughs) not Wells Fargo, hallelujah, from that bank, God will go get whatever you need. He will make a withdrawal on your behalf that will supply all your need. Are you tired? Is, is, is you know, just the day kind of beating you up? Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Come to me, all you who labor, all you that work, and I, Jesus, will. Again, these are not, these are not might, or these are not maybes, these are wills, can, shall. Come to me, all you who labor, and I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Are you concerned for your future? Are you concerned for the future of your children? Of course we are. You know, that's, we, we work most of our lives to prepare for our future. We work in our lives to to provide for our families, to provide for our children, to give ourselves a roof over our head, to give ourselves a a car to drive, to get back and forth to work, to give us food on the table. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know, God says, for I know the thoughts that I have that I think towards you, says the Lord. And that Lord there, y'all, is the Lord that is written in all capital letters. That is the let me just take a side note here. That is the translation from the Hebrew word for God, which is Yahweh. The Hebrew people revered the name of God to such a point that they could not speak it. So they had to come up with something that was literally unpronounceable. Yahweh has no vowels in it when in the way that it's written. So the translators of the, of the Bible translated that into Lord Adonai, in all capitals. So it's capital L-O-R-D, just food for thought. Says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil to give you a future and a hope. How precious it is to have hope. And we think so many times that, that we have to work this hope up within ourselves, that we have to somehow build this up when the Lord is saying right here through his prophet Jeremiah, I, I, I got your hope. <laughs> I, I don't want any evil coming towards you. I've laid out a plan for your future. And I give you hope towards that future. We just have to go to the source. So you're having some, some challenges in some personal relationships, getting along with others. Maybe you've got some struggles at work um, with a workmate or what have you. Psalm 55, 18. He has redeemed my soul in peace 
from the battle that was against me. Sorry about that. Know what happened there. Um, excuse me. Psalm 55, 18. He has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many against me. No matter who's coming up against you, no matter what things you are dealing with, no matter who you are dealing with, whatever enemies that may be coming up against you, this verse says that God's already redeemed your soul in peace from the battle. So he's already, this is the thing we have to remember, y'all. God is not surprised by the things that we encounter on a daily basis. God is, is not surprised by that. He knows what we're going to go through. He's already made a plan for it. It says it right here. He has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. He's already set my soul at peace. All I have to do is accept it and realize that. What about when you get in a dark place? And Lord knows we, we all get here. Depression is, is one of the things I think of that is such a dark place that is a very strong illness that affects so many people in our world. And that is a dark place because you feel like you're alone and there's no light there. You feel desperate and you feel like there's no way out. John 8, 12. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I, hmm, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. If we remember, again, we may get in these dark places, and, and I think so often we, we are trying to create a light. We're trying to create the way out. When Jesus is saying, I, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not, there's that shall again, shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. What about having some issues with your health. This is something we all struggle with, right? And we we pray so often if we're going through some health thing or maybe someone we know or a family member is going through something and we pray and sometimes the healing comes and sometimes it doesn't. We still have to keep praying, y'all, and we still have to keep telling people that we love them. We have to keep sharing Proverbs 16, 24 says, pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. Just keep talking. Just keep sharing your love. Even that, even just the kindest words sometimes can bring healing. One of the things that I know many of us struggle with from time to time in, in so many different ways is fear. We're afraid we're going to lose our job. We're afraid that we may not have provisions. We're afraid our car may break down. Um, we're afraid, this is, this is a big one, we're afraid we're not good enough. We're afraid we're, we've gone too far, that we've done something so wrong that, that God can't love us. The enemy wants to keep you in that fear 
But Psalm 27, one says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? No one. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? There are so many powerful verses that David and others wrote in the Psalms that we can go to for strength and inspiration. This is one of my favorites. And, and let me just read it one more time. Psalm 27, one, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? If we understand that it's not us that goes into the battle, it's our Lord. It's not us that does the conquering. It's our Lord. We are more than conquerors, not in ourselves, but through Christ Jesus. And then how about joy? So let's go from fear and let's go to joy. I'm a firm believer that you can be happy um, just from things in life, but I believe that joy comes from the Holy Spirit. I believe that joy comes directly from God because joy is everlasting. Joy is not something that goes up and down like a roller coaster. Joy is a constant in your life if you have Christ in your heart. Ecclesiastes 5.20 For he will not dwell unduly on the days of his life because God keeps him busy with the joy of his heart. Think about that for a minute. So if you're in Christ and you're thinking and focusing all these things on, on God, it's like you're not just going to sit out there and toil idly on stuff. But <laughs> God's going to keep you busy with the joy that's in your heart. That to me is so strong. And, and you know, to just say that if, if I focus on God, then joy is going to be at the center of all that I do. You ever met those people that are just insanely, they're just happy all the time? That happiness that they show on the outside comes from joy that is within them. And then for healing, Isaiah 61.3, one of the strongest verses in the Bible, I think. To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And I bring us all, I, I end here because this is the essence of it all, guys. What we do, we should be doing for the Lord. As we do these things for the Lord, the righteousness that people see in us is not ours, but it is his he desires to plant us in the strong places. He desires to do all of these things in our lives that he may be glorified and that he may have fellowship with us. Let's pray. Father God, thank you 
again for this amazing opportunity to share your word with a world that is desperate to hear it and to understand it, whether they know it or not. I pray that you take the words today and you send them forth and you let them be strong. Let them be rooted and planted. I pray, pray, Father, that out there today, those that are struggling with any of the things that we spoke of, that they will be able to find strength and peace in the verses that we share today. Watch over all of us today, Father. Go with us, shield us, be above us and beneath us, be before us and behind us. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. Take care. See you next time.